0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa salatu wassalamu ala shirafil anbiyei wal mursaleen, Muhammadu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam, tasliman kathiran kathira. My brothers and sisters, if I ask you, which is a bigger blessing, life or iman, what would you say? Now obviously, it's absence of life is not the opposite of that, meaning that, obviously, if you were dead, you wouldn't have, or if you you were never born, the question of Iman wouldn't arise. But now that we are born and we are living, which is a greater blessing, life or Iman? Now, it's not a matter of arguing this one way or the other, because like anything else, it can be argued both ways, but I want to uh, propose to you that life is a bigger blessing than Iman, for one very good reason, and that is that as long as we have life, we can return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We can make istighfar and tawbah, and we can return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So even if we lose our iman, for example, you might have a person who is going through some spiritual um, tests and um, spiritual difficulties, and it happens to the best of us, um, The no matter how bad that is, including, for example, In this spiritual turmoil, maybe a person completely loses their iman, maybe they become murtad. maybe they they, they apostate, they leave Islam, right? Yet, as long as they have life, as long as they are living, the door of istighfar and tawbah is open for them. They can always return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even if they have rejected Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if they have rejected Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not shut the door on them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves the door open to give them an opportunity to return. And this has happened to many people. Many people, I some some of them I know, but of course it happened to many people. We, we have uh, narrations from in history of uh, some very big... Uh, people, some big halama, who went through this kind of turmoil and who completely lost it. Uh, And then they returned to Islam and went on to do uh, great service to the religion. So therefore, life is something to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. Having said that, one must also keep in perspective That this life which Allah has given us, yes, it is the biggest blessing, but Allah did not tell us the duration of that life. Allah did not tell us how long we will live. So if somebody has life and they are living in what is called blissful ignorance, because frankly speaking, ignorance is not bliss. Um, Ignorance is always harmful, but it appears to be blissful because... Things that you should really worry about and things that you should really be concerned about, you are not concerned about them because you are ignorant. But that does not mean that the reason for concern is not there. Right? It doesn't mean that the reason for concern is not there. The reason for concern is very much there. But you are not concerned because you don't understand what is going on. A good example is to take uh, the state of our health, for example. Many people live lives which are very unhealthy. Their uh, habits, uh, what they eat, um, sedentary uh, habits, and so on and so forth. Uh, Stress, which is for the most part self-caused. All of these are serious health hazards uh, which can result in all kinds of major health issues, health problems. But they live like that because they are not aware of the, aware of those uh, things. So, ignorant, because they are ignorant, uh, they seem to be very happy. And they are very happy and they continue with their destructive lifestyles until one day payment time comes. And then they are in hospital and worse. So, the fact that they were ignorant... Uh, was not really, if you, if you say, well, you know, ignorance is bliss. Well, it's not bliss because ignorant ignorance prevented them from seeing the danger uh, early enough to be able to do something about the danger. You know, one is not to see the danger at all. The other one is to see the danger but see it too late. So, you can't do anything now. But <clears throat> the benefit is to, or the key, what is needed, is to see the danger early enough to be able to prevent that danger from overtaking us. So that's why knowledge is important. But as I was saying, the key thing to understand is that life is so um, important, but we don't know how long we have. Which is the reason why it is so important to make istighfar and tawbah and to seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness uh, in order that We don't waste this life. You know, it is very important for us to understand that it is sustained effort, sustained thoughtful effort, which creates winners. It's not not talent alone. I mean, talent is often overrated. Um, People who have talent, alhamdulillah, uh, they become lazy because... Initially, success comes too easily to them and so they get into this habit and they think that success is something that is their birthright and they will be successful anyway. Whereas somebody who has to struggle for success will keep struggling. They, they won't give up. They will keep struggling. Um, so, during, so, in the course of time, they build more muscle, right, figuratively speaking, the ones who are con- who are consistent in their effort, they build more muscle. They, big- they build a stronger iman, stronger faith, than somebody for whom it came easily. For example, take the question of language. Of course, Arabic is extremely important to understand the Quran, to understand the Sunnah, and so on and so forth. But Arabic is not equal to iman. Um, if you look at some of the uh, you know biggest uh, people who created fitan, who created huge tests and huge uh, rebellious uh, things and resulted in in, in, um, in creating sects and, uh, you know, denying Islam and denying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, these people were masters of the Arabic language. I can name many of them, but I'm not going to waste my time and uh, spoil the podcast by naming people who are, uh, you know, may Allah... Uh, Forgive us from uh, From following them And may Allah protect us from following them Uh, People who have taken uh, Millions with them into Wherever they are going Uh, So I don't want to take their names But the point is that uh, This is the the reality And the reality is that It is people who uh, Who are You know who, Who knew the language very well So it's not just a question of language That doesn't mean don't learn Arabic Obviously please uh, we should learn Arabic, we must know Arabic, but that is not a guarantee for anything. Iman is something else. Iman is that consciousness and awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives, which settles in the heart. And that's the reason why Mamalik Rahmatullah Ali very famously said that Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu, he said it is not that Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu is the best of people after the Anbiya, uh, not because he prayed more than others or he gave charity more than, m- meaning most, that he prayed the most or he gave charity the most among all the Sahaba, uh, or that he died a Shaheed. He did not die, die a Shaheed, he, he died in his home. Uh, he uh, There were people who prayed more than him, uh, عنهم, uh, there were people who gave more charity than Abu Bakr عنهم, gave. Imam Malik said Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu is the best because of something that settled in his heart and that something was Iman that something was Iman and Yaqeen in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in the truthfulness of Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu that exceeded and superseded uh, in level what was in the hearts of everybody else and that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him that title and Rasulullah sallallahu gave him that title and he's called a siddiq because of the Iman that settled in his heart. So Iman is not language, Iman is not uh, knowledge as in intellectual understanding. Iman is a feeling, it is a sense of awareness. It is the istihzarul ilm with regard to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's presence in our lives. It is the experience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our lives. It is what moves the heart. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when He spoke about Iman, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Allah did not say that the Muminin are those who uh, remember most of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or who have memorized the Quran or who have this degree or that degree. Allah said, the mu'minin Humul mu'minoonah hukka. This, these are the ayats so ayat of uh, of Surah Al-Anfal, second and third ayah. Uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala began by saying that, by saying that the mu'minin, and later on He said humul mu'minoonah He said Allah said these are the these are truly the believers. Um, Allah said they are these are the people who. When Allah's name is mentioned before them, their hearts shiver with the glory and magnificence and love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. wajilat And then the rest of the ayah, I don't want to uh, prolong this podcast, but think about this and reflect on this. Let us reflect on this and say that when the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioned, what happens to me in my heart? Focus on the heart. Focus on the heart and see what happens to me in my heart.